Life Audio. Today on Talk About That, John gets a go-kart and embarrasses his daughter with a cool handshake routine. Meanwhile, I jump over the neighborhood kids with my bike and tell the story of a basketball player who saved a dolphin's life in the weirdest way possible. Plus a conversation about the importance of taking risks and why a careful life is more empty than one full of mistakes. Today's episode is not sponsored by Waffle House. Come for the hash browns, stay for the fist fights. But first, a word from our actual sponsor. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Saddle up, partner. It's another episode of Talk About That. I'm John here with Johnny W. The myth, the man. Wait, the man, the myth. The something. I can't remember that last part. Six saddle up, partner. <laughs> I did. <laughs> what movie? Huh? What movie? Well, I mean, there's a lot of movies that say Saddle Up Party. You're thinking of Dumb and Dumber. That's correct. Right? Well, yeah. So if you already know what I'm thinking of, why don't you just say it? <laughs> just, you just act like Saddle Up Partners. Saddle Up Partners. Jim Carrey wrote that line. <laughs> like, he's, he's <laughs> uh, what, have you ever ridden a horse, first of all? I have. Really? I have. What was your experience? Uh, like horseback riding as a kid. Yeah. I'm, I'm behind. I'm, I, I'd, I'd like to ride more. Yeah. You know? It feels like it's very, you're putting a lot of faith in that, that that animal is just going to know what you want from it. And that's why the connection between the rider and the horse is such a big deal, Johnny. Did you have that connection? Oh, I remember. Oh, did you spend weeks just developing that connection? Oh, before I'm trying you to think ever... of the horse's name. Old Glue <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I think mine was just a pony ride or something. But, yeah. Uh, it was a pony? I don't remember. I was you? a kid. My dad took us horseback riding. Oh, I, I don't see. know. Through a trail, and the horses knew where to go. And one of these rich kids with a pony. <laughs> no, we didn't You're have the one. Worst. We were not rich kids. So uh, no, you weren't. Yeah, you weren't not so. like you. Oh your, yeah, you know me. Fancy life. <laughs> remember the kid? There's always one kid in your like general area that had like a go kart. We had a go kart. Hold on. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Take an issue with all this. Yeah. So far, you've been horseback riding in this episode. Uh huh. And then you just admitted to me that you had a go kart. Listen, my dad you know, like one ski trip short <laughs> of me just declaring you a villain in like a John Hughes movie. Now my guess was <laughs> it was a go kart that my dad probably bought and fixed up. Yeah, and made repairs to. We had a golf cart too. Same thing. He'd buy old stuff. And he just he'd... souped up an old go kart and made it better. This is like the last yeah. scenes in the A Team when they're trapped in the building, <laughs> you know, and all that's around them is like all the old. Yeah, that's parts. my dad's. 
He and would they do start that. playing the dun, dun, dun. They got to like fix it up. Uh-huh. They get a, oh, there's the, 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 the people are coming <clears throat> to get us, but here's a blowtorch and some old. <laughs> next thing they come barreling out of there in this awesome cart. That was like my dad. It's like Iron Man. Yeah. So always that. Yeah. You know, whenever they do it, it was always the French horn doing it real. Yeah. Like it was not the big music yet right. until they bust through the wall. But no, it I was. I like that. <clears throat> I like the use of that in 80s shows. Yeah. You need more of that. Like the Brady Bunch had it. Yeah. The, here's the story of a lovely lady. And then when you get to the, the show starting, you get the. It's very kind of a jazzy guy doing it. You're like, oh, this is going to be a jazzy thing that's happening here. Yeah, my dad would. So, yeah, we had that stuff, but it wasn't fancy. But it, my dad, listen, my dad but believed. Your dad was handy and he created experiences for you. That's what I was going to say. Dad invested my in experiences. Dad was not so much that. Yeah. My dad was not, he wasn't a go kart building kind of a guy. So if, if you'd have been my neighbor or my neighborhood, we would have been great friends. Would I have been able to come partake in the go kart? Everybody did. Okay, so that's good. So you Some of the just stuff. Like the, I got a go kart and you don't. No, no, no. You're like, we all have a go kart. We do. And a golf cart. Look at that. But some of the stuff we did was not very safe back then. No. Like, my brothers and his friends may or may not have, like, chased me while I was on foot and almost ran me over many times. But you just learn. You yeah. just learn to tuck and roll and hope that they go the other way so you don't get run over. Yeah. Back then, Johnny, safety. Mm-mm. Like, did you ever lay down? 100%. And then have someone jump over you with a yes. bike? Yes. Yeah. Which could we easily. Anytime we saw, like, an old board. And a stack of bricks. We just envisioned, the, I mean, it was yeah. evil Knievel. We thought, how, if I'm going to build this up, uh-huh. see how many bricks, what angle. Yeah. There was no ADA compliant. And nobody was there. There was no OSHA. No. It was just, how high can I make this ramp? How many things can I jump over once I get it built? Yeah. There was nobody shoring it up being like, this stack of bricks looks a little bit uh-uh. topsy-turvy. No. No. It was just like hit it full speed. The ramp's just laying on the bricks. Like it's probably not going to stay on there when you try to ride no. up it. Mm-mm. Bricks are going to topple over. Did you ever go flying over your handlebars? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Many times. That was a fun. We used to, I mean, I know this is a kid thing. I know every kid did this, but <laughs> we used to stand. One kid would go flying around in the on the bike, and we made a game one day of like, Trying to throw a broom through the spokes of the wheel, <laughs> which would throw the kid off the bike. That would do it. Well, what's wrong with us? Back then, it was like I don't know. And my mom was a very my mom was not seeing this because right. she was very overprotective, and uh, so there's no way she'd have been like, "Oh, you kid, crazy!" She would have freaked out. Yeah. First of all, she'd be like, "Where's my broom?" Yeah. You know, because we've taken. I mean, it's not like kids have a broom. We stole mom's broom right. to do, you know, that's evil, how she found out with it. Yeah. yeah. Every time the broom is missing, she had this, this was like foreboding this, feeling. Yeah, she knew like, oh, the kids are probably sweeping somewhere. <laughs> she was not thinking that. She was like, what <laughs> horrible thing are they doing with this broom? I'll never forget the time. So we had uh, this old tractor trailer because we had all the lawnmower equipment and stuff. Right. We call it the peach truck because okay. it was peach colored. It wasn't a peach truck. Okay. And, um, I remember like we would do leaves at the apartment complexes. We would, you know, suck up all the leaves and stuff. We're talking like, I mean, many, many pounds, thousands of pounds of leaves. Like you're talking lots of leaves. And so we'd place this, these bags of leaves down Uh the bottom. I was probably, I don't know, six, five. So we're on top of a tractor trailer. Yeah. 
And one of us one day, my brother and I, we just, one of us got brave enough mm-hmm. to just jump from the top of the tractor trailer onto the bags of leaves. Onto the bags of leaves. And it's a good, I called it between 13 and 15 feet. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. not a small fall. Mm-mm. And then once you had that adrenaline of, I didn't die. Yeah. It was on. Oh, you did it more than once. Oh, now we're just running and like going full on Superman. You feel like a stuntman. Yeah. And I remember we were so, no thought in our minds about this not being safe. Yeah. Because you're jumping out, I think, you have to jump out not to hit like the back part of the truck. Yeah. Which that'd be bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? I remember we called my mom and dad up there one time. Like just to thinking like, oh, they're going well, to love, love this. And Watch we just this dismount. And we went running. <laughs> and I, I, I just, I don't, I, I don't have like a core memory of their faces, but I remember yeah. their aftermath reaction. Uh-huh. Like, don't you ever and like, cause I mean, yeah. I'm now as a dad thinking, watching these two children, like right. what are they doing? Oh my gosh. Like you, you know, there was no time yeah. to stop us. But we were fine, Johnny. I mean, I'm sure everything was fine. Yeah. What's like what we used to do in gym classes, like they would make us climb this rope that went all the way to the ceiling. Yeah, what if you freak out and let go? And they'd be like, Oh, we'll put this thin blue mat under you. Yeah. You'll be fine. Your bags of your bags of leaves were way better than that. That's true. So That's they true. should put bags of leaves under kids. You ever had a rope class. burn before? Oh, yeah. Like for real rope burn? Well, I don't know if I've had I don't know if I had rope burn to the degree that you have. Well, I think I told you the time PTSD over here, evidently. Well, I told you the time I was a first year teacher and we went rappelling as like a a um, sort of staff building thing Uh where I meet each other. Right. And I've been rappelling plenty many times before. Sure. For some reason, I went off the top, and the guy up there forgot, and I forgot, and I forgot to put my glove on my left hand. Oh, and you had to slow down, and you. So my right hand was just underneath you. That would have been impossible to die. Yeah. Because there's no way. But the left hand, mm-hmm. you don't grip as much, mm-hmm. but I panicked and you gripped it more. You know what I'm saying? And so I just, just like, by the time I got down, man, it right. was like this. Yeah. Like this. It's Darth Vader just, hand. Yes. It's just your. And I'm with all these the teachers. I mean, in, in a burn like that, yeah. it doesn't stop. No. It just burns as if it just happened. So for the rest of the day, like I'm in excruciating pain. Yeah. Like and, and don't want to be like that guy. Like I'm the guy that hurt my hand on the first day. I think I told one teacher that I knew on the way home on the bus or something, but it was just yeah, it was bad. It burned for a long time. But um yeah. Put your gloves on, kids. That's the that's the rule here. If there's ever I'm a cautionary tale repelling. I don't yeah, we went repelling as a staff one time. We did. Down the face of what was it, Stone Door? Yeah. State Park? Yeah. In beautiful uh, Stone Mountain? No, Stone, Stone Mountain's in Georgia. Okay, Stone, Stone Door. Door. I always get them confused. Yeah. Uh, Stone Mountain, yeah. It's great. Stone Mountain's the one where they have like the weird uh, Civil War era Confederacy carving on the of General uh, Stonewall Jackson in the. It's a whole huge thing. There's like a relief carving in the side of the mountain. You know, like I've never seen it. it. I've heard about it. Yeah. They do like a laser light show on the side. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a very like anywhere else but like the deep south. You'd be like, what are we doing? What are we? What are, are we, we celebrating? Yeah. Nobody else understands. Yeah. We're like, yeah, we do that here. But uh, no, but we did Stone Door. And I remember I was terrified. Really? I was probably a good. Well, I mean, I'm, you know, I was the heaviest of the bunch probably. I'm a good 250. Yeah. Just, you know, put on this harness and let's go. Yeah, but. It's just a lot. I know the ropes hold a lot, John. I'm not saying. I was going to snap a rope. The anchor holds, bro. It's, um... <sighs> Though the ship is heavy. 
I don't know. That's funny. But yeah, I haven't been since then. It wasn't like I was like, it unlocked, it didn't unlock anything. I mean, it was like, I'm doing this every weekend. Really? Yeah. Never again. I mean, I like, I wouldn't say I'm not a thrill seeker, but I'm just not a, I, I don't know. I like a leisure. Yeah, yeah. You don't like just danger for the sake of danger. Yeah. To me, look, I mean, I get in a plane every week. That's something. Yeah, that's. We could, you're risking death in a way. Well, technically, you're probably risking death more on the road. You know how someone's afraid of flying? Well, it's like, hey, you know there's a much better chance you die in a car wreck than a plane crash. That's how you cheer people up. Yeah, they're like, wow, thanks, John. It's like, yeah, don't worry. Wow. I'll send you the counseling bill. (laughs) Hey, you know us? You know us just trying to pay their bills, Johnny? Who's that, John? (laughs) That'd be us. That's a heck of a segue you got on you there. (laughs) Let's take a moment and hear a word from a few of our sponsors. (laughs) Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. John has a perfect segue. I hope it was like an airline or a <laughs> or an insurance company. Yeah, I was wondering if the if the yeah. algorithm listens to us or not. Oh, it's listening. Oh. It's just yeah, it's using it to for our I don't know, ill gotten gains. Is an algorithm AI? I would think so. Like is it learn it is learning you. Yeah. But yeah. I wonder what the difference between Yeah, it's not uh I mean I think a human is tweaking it. But uh-huh. I think it's, yeah, it's a machine that they've set into motion and it's. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could say AI about anything now. That's true. Now he's like, oh, probably AI. You know, like it's becoming the new, like, shake your fist at the heavens kind of thing. Right. Where, you know why that happened. Everything's AI. Everything's woke. Everything is, yeah. Anything yeah. that you don't like, you can. And it, 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 in, in the political sphere, you can call anything a Nazi. This guy's such a Nazi oh, or whatever. He said whatever. And you're like, what does that even. Do you know what that means? Okay. But, um, some people are Nazis, though. Yeah. Well, we actually had Nazis march in Nashville. I saw that. I think I sent you the story. It was on that. crazy. I saw it was on USA Today. Like, I figured that happened a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it made national news. Yeah. And there were, like, confrontations with them and stuff. But they were down on the state capitol grounds, which is very alarming. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what you say. What? I was arguing with you before the show, and you were like, I think it's pretty cool. And I was like, John. <laughs> Let's dial this back before we start recording. Right. I need to set you straight on this Nazi thing. <laughs> to be clear, I'm I'm staunchly against Nazism. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So okay, I'm glad I'm glad I changed your mind. There was though the they don't know if you saw the conspiracies immediately. Yeah. Were in the article. Yeah. That this was actually Oh, these are whatever. Yeah. These, these are were actually the uh you know, there were the there the three Democrats that two of them were expelled from the chamber mm-hmm. and that, that this actually was them. 
right. trying to create the illusion of a white supremacy problem. Yeah. Uh, and the, F- false and, flag or whatever, and the yeah. FBI had helped because it's not really a problem. But they're, you know, instead of just like, no, these are, these are just Nazis. I'm pretty sure yeah, there's a lot of people that are, that are white supremacists and they, uh, they want their voice heard and they're going to march on things. Well, and in this country, you have a right to march and make, yeah. let your opinions be heard. So, um, so they did, but, uh, yeah. yeah, again, guys, to be clear, we're against the Nazis okay. in all form. So, yeah. and you know what? And that's what makes a great Indiana Jones movie. If you ever, like the Nazis yeah. are a villain. They're a perfect villain. That we do go against. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to say you're against the Nazis, guy. Let's go ahead and shut it down. I was going to say it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what I haven't seen? The last Indiana Jones movie. You still haven't seen it? I still haven't seen it. I really enjoyed it. More than I thought I was going to. Or is it something about a dial of destiny? Is that what it is? The dial of destiny. The alliteration bothers me. Yeah, it should. It's like, you know, that sounds like a a sermon automated music There's the kingdom of the crystal skull. Not great. That Mm. has an alliteration in it. And then you got dial of destiny. Temple of Doom. Better. Yeah. Because they weren't like trying to force in an alliteration. The Last Crusade, perfect. Mm-hmm. The best movie they made. Right. I thought. And Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. It's good. It's. Well, there is no Last Crusade without Raiders, John. Raiders is the. It sets the tone for the whole character in the whole. Well, yeah, but then Temple of Doom goes somewhere different. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I tried to watch it on the plane the other day. Temple of Doom. Yeah. Because I was like, maybe I'm misremembering it. Because I know it was kind of one of those, like, I think um, Spielberg said he made Last Crusade to apologize for Temple of Doom. Oh, wow. He was kind of ashamed of it. I was like, come on. Wasn't Lucas involved in Temple of yeah. Doom? And yeah. And I was like, I remember liking Temple of Doom. The whole guy reaches in, tries to pull the heart out. The whole yeah. Thing. But uh, no, it's real bad. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. It's, it's not, not real bad. I mean, compared to, I mean, there's so many bad movies. You know, that before they get to the temple, it's not bad. The chase scenes through the city and all that. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. It's well done. It's a well-executed action movie. Yeah. But, yeah. Did you? A lot of it, like, gross-out stuff when you're a kid. They're eating the brains from the monkey. There's the bug scene in the cave. He really was. Creepy crawlies all over you. He was almost as famous for that among Mm -hmm. the the whole series. And the Asian kid. Yeah. Short round. Yeah. That was a big thing. He was great. And he was in Goonies, too. Yes. Yeah. Not Goonies, too. No. Goonies also. Which they haven't made. You think they, it's time. You think original cast? Sure. <laughs> Bring them back. Absolutely. Did you know that Harrison Ford, which this is, this is crazy. Did you know he's an Anchorman too? Yes. I have never seen Anchorman too. What? And it was, just came on last yeah. night. And, well, and it's like a cameo, but yeah, he's like sitting in the bed next to my wife uh-huh. for a second. I watched the first few minutes of Anchorman too. And he, cause I saw Harrison Ford Uh huh. and I laughed. Yeah. About quite a bit. And then about, I don't know, I liked like the first three scenes. About like five and six, I was like, this has gotten yeah. stupid even for me. It's even a, for a stupid it's guy. It's really ridiculous. This has me. gotten really stupid. It's really ridiculous. Will yeah. Ferrell, that Will Ferrell, he's zany. I don't care what you say. He is. I'm you know a what, fan, though. You know what, Johnny? Uh, let's go back for a moment, though. Oh, yeah? You want to go back? It's time for the quote of the week? It is. Quote of the week. Let's a uh, little segment we call They Talked About That. Uh, George Bernard Shaw okay, said a life spent making mistakes is not only more honorable, but more useful than a life spent doing nothing. That's good. That's beautiful. Now, there's a guy that didn't make a lot of mistakes, though, probably. 
Yeah. I'm wondering. You know, you don't, a lot of three name guys are serial killers. So I just give him props for not being, right, not, saying, not killing somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah, John Wayne Gacy. You got these guys like, come on, George Bernard Shaw. Come on. Did a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Three names. I don't, I do think, and you and I were talking about, you know, the teenage years, mm-hmm. uh, cause I talk about being a dad a lot and we were talking at lunch today and I really have come to the conclusion and it sounds cliche, but I used to think that it was possible to learn certain things without experiencing them. Yeah. And I hope that's still true. I don't want to have to experience everything. Yeah. And I think certainly from a biblical standpoint, there's wisdom and there's boundaries that yeah, seeing some other people's mistakes and be like, I'm not going down that path. Right. I don't have to learn the hard way on this one. Right. But there are some emotional things, especially relational things that right. I don't think you can learn. Like a rite of passage. Right. Except through experience. Yeah. Certainly, I think work is one of those things. I think, again, relationships are those things. Um, but like you can never, you can't tell someone in their like puppy love or first love state, like, listen, you need to guard your heart. Right, right, right. You need to like. I know you think this guy means a lot to you, but this is just because you're flooded with hormones and this is their first experience with it. And so, you know, when I was your age, I thought I would never get over blah, blah, blah. And now I don't even think about that. But like to hear that from an adult, yep. it just rings so hollow. It's There's like no wah, way wah, they can understand. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. yeah. There's no way they can understand. And it's offensive, too, because yeah. they're you, it, feel condescended you feel too. so alive. Right. And someone's trying to tell you not to. Yes. Right. Right. Um. But I, so I think like for me, when I pray, like for my daughter, I pray for the other kids. It's a very much like, Hey, a lot, put bumpers, almost like a bowling alley, put bumpers around the yeah. gutters of their mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like where, Hey, if they go this far. It doesn't go off, you know, into a place where it's, there's, there's lifelong consequences from it. Maybe I they think what learn. you're describing is a chastity belt, John. <laughs> That's not a bumper. You, <laughs> I've had this thing fashioned. Put a, put a hoop skirt and a petticoat board around. <laughs> Lord, I don't know how you're going to do Lord, it. Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it. <laughs> could you, <laughs> could you put a cone of silence in a, oh man. I don't know. It's really hard though. Yeah. When you know, and I don't just mean relationships, but when you see that light, you see that kids lives ahead yeah. are going to be hard. Like my therapist and I talk about this. He says that a lot of people he sees in their 20s are people that are just, they're just being very disrupted by the process of adulting. Mm -hmm. That somehow out of their teen years, it didn't, you know, the idea of work, the idea of sticking with things, following through of all of it, the budgeting and the mortgages and all those things that, uh, and and we all know statistically right now that 25 is a new 18 in, in, in some studies. That basically, and you know, your brain's still developing till 25. Sure. But that I was told someone today, like, I don't think that the 18 year olds around me are the same as you and I at 18. I don't mean lesser or better or worse. I just mean that I think there's something about exposure. I think there's something about our generation. Again, we talked about it. Go out and ride your bike and don't come home till dark kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. now we're, we need to be, do a better job. The world's more dangerous. Yeah. For real. And, protect our kids more, but also then you get that idea of they haven't experienced necessarily all the things. Um, and so like, even we, Lauren, I laugh like fight or flight. Like, uh, most of the kids around us don't know the difference sometimes between emergencies in their emotions and regular things because they've, 
thankfully been protected. They haven't had to experience that fight yeah. or flight in a real danger scenario. Um, so but, yeah, but to your point about the quote, like yeah, a life was it a life of mistakes, a life a life that has mistakes in it. What was the quote? Again? A life spent making mistakes is not only more honorable but more useful than a life spent doing nothing. Right. Yeah, there was. Um, you know, when I started doing stand up, and then you develop, you get, you know, five minutes that you can trust. Okay, this five minutes will kill in any room. Great. And then you get 10 minutes. Then you get 20 minutes. And once you get to about 20 minutes that can kill in any room, there becomes a real danger of leaning on that 20 minutes. Yeah. And there was somebody that told me in a writing class that I took, or maybe another comedian shared this with me. He was like, the worst joke that you have that is still in your joke book and has never been said is better than the joke that you that kills in every room. It's more useful to you huh. because you don't know. Right. So if you lean on that 20 minutes because you're so afraid of making a mistake, like you're just going to be stuck in 20 minute world forever. Yeah. And that 20 minutes is going to fade away because eventually it's going to be a little bit hacky or it's going to be you're talking about like I know I know comics that still have a Menendez Brothers joke. Hmm. Or they have a joke that goes, I started doing this P90X. Like, that was a killer joke 15 years ago. Right. But they stopped writing. And so it really is, is jarring to think. But, yeah, you you have to keep making mistakes to get better at anything. And you're so much more. you, And it's a more rich life. <laughs> and when you don't, when you're afraid of stepping out of the boat a little bit, like, yeah, you, you end up with a very sterile, protect, yeah. shielded life. Yeah, but it's so get out there and make mistakes. Come everybody. on, guys, that's what we're saying. <sighs> Whatever you're doing, maybe it's going well right now, and you're thinking, yeah. "How can I? How can I shake this up a little I bit? Implode this? <laughs> Take our advice. What do we know, though? What do we know? Some mistakes are more catastrophic. I'm not saying go out there and just like take some gigantic swings, but I'm saying like there are there are times to not rest on your laurels. There's a time to be content, and there's a time to push, and. uh and I don't know what the difference between those things are, so don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think that, and it's something I said Sunday, that within the gospel, no, none of your bad experiences or your suffering have to be worthless yeah. or useless. Right. Like, even if they're your fault, uh-huh. they, there's a redemption happening. Yeah. There's a meaning that comes along with the suffering and the yeah. mistakes. And you may not see what the meaning is. What we want that is, oh, so this worked out like this for my good. Instead of seeing that what it did was shape you, right? Yeah, I remember when I first started in stand-up, and I'd been doing it a year or two, and we had somebody going to church here who was, uh, he was on the board or something for Treveca, which is a Nazarene university here, very prestigious university. Yeah. And they book talent every year to do whatever convocation or whatever. Hey, last year we brought in this guy, blah, blah, blah. And I knew the guy they brought in last year was a big name. And he liked what I was doing. He's like, I recommended you this year. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And I was like, it's going to be so much money because it's a college and whatever. <laughs> and it was, I mean, at that time I wasn't making hardly anything doing, stand, doing standup. So I was like, so I asked for a little more money and, and they ended up choosing me. And I was so upset. I felt so like I'm in, I knew this was it. Like I've got a friend, he's on the board. Right. I'm going to get this. And then this is going to propel me because I'm going to start getting other colleges to, and I was so upset that I didn't get it. And then like a year on, a year or two go by, and I started looking back at that, and I realized what a gift it was 
yeah. that God did not allow that to happen because I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And you don't get a second chance to make that first impression in front of that big of a group of people that have like the expectations that come along with that kind of paycheck or that kind of stage. I was not ready for that moment yet. Yeah. And, but I thought it was such a like, what? I've been doing this two years. I'm ready. Yeah. You know, and you feel so, uh, I don't know, you feel so entitled to it. Interesting. But sometimes when you don't get the thing, it's such a gift because you, you just weren't ready for it. And I've told that to young comics when they come to me like, you know, like I've had some comics ask me about getting dry bar and how do I get a dry bar special? And I go, look, I don't know. Or they feel like, well, I've been doing comedy this long. I should, I should have a dry bar now. Have you seen these guys that are doing dry bar? Some of these guys aren't even funny and they're giving them dry bar. I'm like, mm. look, you're already in the wrong headspace. Right. You know, if you come out of the gate with that, yeah, yeah, and I just would tell them that story. I'd be like, "Look, there's things I didn't get when I started out, and I'm so glad now." So just it'll you have to believe that it's going to happen when you're ready. You know, yeah. Uh, what is it when the what is it when the student is ready? The master will appear, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's good. And then I drop kick him right do a kung fu move and, and then throw down a fireball and, I say, and disappear. I say I'm the master. <laughs> Fet, snatch pebble from hand and they do it. And I go, oh, I don't oh, think that's... you're. My hands are very slow. I didn't think you were ready, but that's... I, I, I <laughs> How much grip strength? I've been carrying this pebble around like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Johnny, I think it's time we go back. Oh, that's true. We should yeah. we should go all the way back. Uh, John, this week in history, we call it Talk About Then. John, it's an election year. This Ooh. week, 1992, something happened. A Texas billionaire... <laughs> something happened. Uh, Ross Perot announced on Larry King's talk show that he would run for U.S. president if the people put him on the ballot in all 50 states, which they then did. He even got on the debate, which is really hard for a third candidate to do. Yeah. And uh, he made a lot of noise. A lot of people think that there's no way Clinton gets elected without Perot. Because, uh, yeah, I kind of agree you with know, that. It's, you know, uh, president, then President Herbert Walker Bush, Bush Sr., was coming off like a 90% approval rating before the recession hits, coming out of the first Gulf War. Yep. He seemed bulletproof. And then then we hit a recession. People are a little bit uneasy about some inflation. And then Ross Perot gets in the mix and kind of siphons away a kind of a libertarian vibe yep. vote. So you had some of these Republicans who were like kind of, kind of tired of the status quo. They thought, let's shake it up with this billionaire which seems very, very familiar now. Yeah. And uh, pretty much handed the election to Clinton. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a wild thing the way it shaped uh, U.S. history. Interesting. And, uh, that was this week, 1992. The so. third party candidates, man, they, yeah. they basically served to, which I, I wish the American political I wish system we had, like, had. I think we need true about parties. eight. I think we need like eight parties. Yeah. I wish there was a, a yeah. I don't George Washington's vision was never for us to have a dual party system. Yeah. Uh he saw the problems with it yeah. and the the animosity and the vitriol between yeah. dividing the country into into halves. Yeah. But in general, yes, those third parties are going to affect they're they could affect this year. I mean yeah. on either side. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. John, this week, eighteen forty nine, the California gold rush. Mm-hmm. The first prospectors for the gold rush of 49 arrived in San Francisco. Gold was discovered by James Marshall on Sutter's Mill the previous year. Over 300,000. I didn't know it was this many people. 300,000 people. Yeah. Those 49ers uh, would go on to California to seek their fortune. I wonder how a lot of people didn't. No. It didn't go well. No, but but it, it advanced. Well, yeah, because people settled the land. Right. right. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, no, you, that's the thing. And it's still, that's what's funny is California is still that become that, but it's more for entertainment. Like it's still that thing where people came out right. to seek fortune and fame. Yep, go west. Yeah. Yep. It's really interesting. John, this week, 1978, uh, basketball player Clifford Ray assisted in an operation at Marine World in California by using his long arms to save the life of a dolphin by retrieving a large screw swallowed by the dolphin. What? Yeah. So this guy had these freakish long arms. And so even though he wasn't uh, a doctor himself, they were like, we need somebody that can reach their arms and get this object <laughs> out of this dolphin. And they, uh, wow. Yeah. That, 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 I don't know. That, I'm trying to think of what that experience was like. Let's uh, claw down there. Let's get a yeah. you know some kind of a device. But no, there's like we need somebody with really long arms, and they just got this basketball player reach into this dolphin's Maybe stomach. Maybe he was at Marine World that day, and they were like, "Does anybody got freakishly long? I is there know. a freakishly long? First of all, why is a dolphin swallowing a screw? <sighs> I've seen it, Johnny. It's they love them. <laughs> <laughs> They're delicious. It's, uh, I need to know more about this. Story. High in iron. This was um, 1978, so it was a different time. For it was, yes, and it was the year I was born. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you don't have anything about you that I would. I'm trying to think. Like, is there anything that I'd be like? We've got it. We need somebody that you would be called in. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm very quick, useless. Right. Get a writer. Is anybody? Yeah. Can anybody? Is anybody? <laughs> Staunchly like, against the Oxford comma. Yes. Yes. Come here. Yeah. I'm for the Oxford comma. Are you? Oh yeah. And the extra comma is very important. Well, that's where we disagree. That's. Uh, Otherwise, if steak and eggs, if it's own, if it, that's a dish, and you said I want bacon, steak, comma, and eggs, do am I talking about the dish, steak and eggs, or am I talking about steak, comma, and eggs? The comma is important, Johnny. Whew. Sorry. Go ahead. You Oxford people. Finally, John, born this week. 1931, died 2021. Actor Gavin McLeod. Do you know who Gavin McLeod? Gavin McLeod. Wasn't he in One Tree Hill? Or is that... No, he's, he's always an old guy. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, let me just say, you would have recognized him if he was wearing a a uh, a naval uniform, maybe, with a, a captain's hat. Is this the skipper? He. No, that was Tony Hale. No, Alan Hale. Tony Hale was from Rest of Development. Alan Hale was the skipper. Gavin McLeod was the love boat. Okay. Captain Steubing. We have a lot love of love boat references come up in these. Well, we we talked about cruises because we did our yeah. did my cruise. But I just wondered if you remember, like, that was an era of television that was kind of fun that I wish we could get back to, which is like all-star cameos on shows. Like yeah. people, like famous people in the 70s and early 80s, would just go on the love boat and do a little 15 minute arc as like a couple in trouble. Was it a real boat? Yeah. Or was it just actually, a set? Princess Cruises is based on the love boat. But they actually shot on a boat? I think so. Did they go to sea? Or did they I don't know. It's probably a sound. See, that's stage. how you get the cameo like listen, we'll give you a free cruise. Right, you just Oh, that's true. You could you but then it's, I don't know if you can shoot. I don't know how it all worked, but take a week and and just hang out and then a week and shoot or vice versa. Maybe. Johnny Sewell, I we, just missed that era of television where it was like all these famous people did game shows like the match game yes. and $20,000 pyramid. Well, they're doing those things again now. I the, guess. The but cube. Just, yeah, the cube. But it just feels like uh, I like when it was kind of a funnier. 
sometimes people would just be famous from being on those shows, like Paul Lind or Charles Nelson Riley or Nipsey Russell would go on and do like uh, poems. Yeah. You know, I just think that was a fun time. Maybe it's just I've romanticized it because I was a kid. Love Boat, I remember some episodes, but that wasn't. They have to try to bring Love Boat back maybe as a reboot. Do you think that? <sighs> It's a magical, That's one of the only ones they haven't brought back. It's a magical back. boat. People could come on there. They're at their wits' end. Yes. At their relationship. Just very near uh, marriage crumbling. And the boat itself. Suddenly, the boat itself would heal Ugh. the relationship. And isn't that just like our boat? Wait. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all need to turn your boat around. Come on now. Some of y'all have hit Some of y'all need to get out of the boat. Some of y'all have hit choppy waters. Wait. Get back in the boat. Or you're yeah. going to... Put on some Dramamine. Wait, no, you don't Wait. put it on. You take a Dramamine. You put on one of those patches. I was asking, did you wear one of those patches on Curry your did behind her ear. She swore it helped. Yeah. I think it's psychosomatic. Yeah. Do you? You mean like on land and sea? Yes. Psychosomatic. I think it's, but I say that, that makes it sound like I'm being condescending to my wife, but I just think there's something to like, I know this patch is on. Right. What does it do? I don't know what it's I doing. I know that this steak is not real, but in, when it, I, in the matrix, it looks like... My wife the other night, my daughter was sick, you know, yeah. she was like, give her the red pill. I was like, wait, wait, which one makes her wake up in the matrix? You know, so. <laughs> this pill makes her smaller. A, this one. She wasn't amused. No, she doesn't. Women don't. I don't think women are as fond of the matrix. They're not. Women. Well, That's I know. Real, no, wait, real. wait a second. I'm sorry. There may be lots of women who are. No, None of the women in, that I know. Saying in general, there are guy movies. The women that we know that are, are more not likely. Fond. It's like it's like finding a guy that loves the notebook. You might find a guy that thinks The Notebook is a good movie, but it would never be in like his top ten. Right, right. What kind of guy would do that? Is that is that your favorite? No. <laughs> okay. I do love a, law, a walk to remember though. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. It's very melodramatic. It's very it's very nineties. Pull all the strings. Teenager, kids, Mandy cancer, Moore, Switchfoot. It's yeah. all of it. It's got it all. Yeah, it's good. I don't know. I'm the trying. Matrix, the Matrix is pretty perfect. I'm though. trying to get Sadie to have yeah. a special. High five routine with me to do on volleyball trips. Okay. Before she goes on the court. <laughs> and it's the one from the walk to remember. This is so cringy already. I actually cut it out the other day. I'm ashamed on her behalf. Well, she hasn't done it yet. Oh, okay. I think it's such a cool dad daughter thing. Okay. Right before she goes on, she comes over and they do this like slap, slap, hit, hit. And then they like smoke a cigarette and put it on each other's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> They're smoking in your secret handshake That's what with I, your daughter? I think it'd be, see, again. But you, these are imaginary cigarettes, non Correct. Yeah, it's air okay. cigarettes. And I think that'd be such a like. Yeah. Oh, well, these guys. Oh, he's the we, cool dad. Yeah, we thought this was going to be He encourages teen smoking. Come on. Like fake I mean, smoking. <laughs> well, we put it out <laughs> yeah. on each other. I don't know, though. <sighs> I, hope she, I hope she does it. But I, I, I sit it to your I, I hope, hope she listens and is like, Dad, bef- let me cut you off before I, you even bring this up. I know. I already did I it. To the podcast. Oh, you tried it? And she was kind of like, we did it on the first trip. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. But I went and like found that clip oh, and right. edited it. Which is tough to say. You sh- edited it. And send it to her. But yeah, you've showed her that you're basically ripping it off. Well, yeah, we're not going to... Make up your own handshake, But we, li- we, we liked the movie together, so it's a connection. Oh, I see. She, I didn't know she liked the movie. Technically, she didn't like the movie. We but watched it. But she knows it. that you liked This feels like it's a lot about you. We watched the movie, and in the end, she had an existential crisis because... Oh, wow. Many more dies of cancer. In case you guys you haven't seen you it. You didn't let her know. No. That. She was like... Because they kept talking about... You're going to get your miracle kind of thing. And oh, in the end, man. the miracle is like the dad saying, 
you were her miracle. And he's like, what? He's like, <laughs> That's not a miracle. It's <laughs> it like, honey, it's, this is what uh, and you're like, come on Nicholas here. Sparks come on here. Let's pretend to smoke. <laughs> this will take your mind off of it. This will take your mind off of the cancer. Let's pretend to smoke. <laughs> uh, you're a great dad, Jim. Well, thanks. I don't care what they say. I don't care. They need to keep saying things. All these other volleyball dads are going to be like, I wish I was cool like that. <laughs> It hasn't happened yet. Just once before she graduates. Just once. It'll happen. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know what, Johnny? People should check out our website, though, and see all the other stuff that we have to offer. Talk about that podcast.com. You can become a supporter of the show. We love that. We yeah. can do that. You get ad-free content that way. Mm-hmm. Send us a note there at the bottom right-hand link, or hello at talkaboutthatpodcast.com. Send us an email there. Yeah. Check, we love our listeners. Check out Johnny com. Many tour dates. So many. Lots of, you should follow them on socials all the time. New videos coming out. I have over, you know, I have 300,000 followers on Facebook now. What am I going to do with all of you? I don't know. That's, uh, is it a cult yet? Could we say? Well, I mean, do you have, I don't, do you demand like complete allegiance blindly? Yes. Well, then there you go. And uh, listen, and you can't leave without being shamed. Yeah. You know, that's the key. Is that's like, the key is you can't get out. You? Yeah. You can't imagine a world outside of Johnny's our, Facebook your page. allegiance to me. Yeah. So. I mean, it sounds like something you guys should be a part of. There's no, <laughs> there's no leaving. <laughs> no, it's great. And I just post a couple of clips every week and that's all it is. But yeah. It's fun. And I enjoy having people on board. Yeah. All aboard, everybody. Oh. The friendship. Come on now. Dude. That's going to be our reboot of the love boat is the friendship the friendship yeah it sounds terrible no friendship no no okay and then two guys <laughs> pretending to smoke and put out cigarettes on each other it sounds awful don't watch that show because we did not endorse everything we've said no in this show today <laughs> no <laughs> hey guys thanks though for listening though let's do it again next week on talk about I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.